Hello and welcome to the video. So today we're going to be doing another book review for perfumery. This is the second one I've done. I've already done a video on Perfume, the Alchemy of Scent by Jean-Claude Elena. Um, and today we're going to be looking at Perfume, the Art and Craft of Fragrance by Karen Gilbert. This book, Perfume, the Art and Craft of Fragrance, is something I would put in a similar category to Perfume, the Alchemy of Scent. And the reason for this is both books are quite small, quite cheap and easily obtainable and also very aimed at beginners. So if you're someone who is a bit more advanced in perfumery and you've already got your ingredients, you've been blending for a while, this is probably not going to be the best book for you. I would go out and say straight away that I probably wouldn't recommend this book because it really does cover the basics. That said, if you're a beginner, uh, this book definitely could be for you. Um, so I'm gonna go through now and explain which chapters are in the book and I'm gonna explain exactly who I think that this book is best for. Okay then, so the first chapter is about the psychology of smell. Now this is a very brief intro chapter. It's not very in-depth at all, but it's just something for, if you've never really heard about the different ways that perfume can affect your psychology, um, I guess it's a good, a very brief introduction to that. So chapter two is a take on the history of perfumery. Now, this chapter was actually one that I quite enjoyed. Um, and the reason for that is because I've read quite a few books about perfumery and a lot of them do have a history section or a chapter on the history of perfumery. And, and one thing I found interesting is that different books often take a different spin on the history of perfumery. The thing that I like about Karen's approach is that she talks about the history of perfumery from the point of view of fashion. Um, she went to fashion school herself, so I guess it's something that she must know quite a bit about. Now, the reason I found this quite interesting is because I don't know anything about fashion. Um, I'm not really interested in fashion that much. And so from this point of view, I really think I learned a lot about both fashion and perfume together when I was reading the history of perfumery from a fashion perspective. Uh, so this, I think, was really nice. I really think that this feature makes this book good for a certain kind of audience. If you are someone who is into fashion or you're into perfumes and the big perfumes of the past, maybe you have a perfume collection or you know what all the famous perfumes smell like, then this is an excellent introductory into making perfume because it will kind of take you into it from the points of which you already know, if that makes any sense. Right then, so moving on, chapter three is about fragrance classification. So that's kind of the different families of fragrances that you can get, broadly speaking. Now, this chapter, again, it's aimed at beginners, so it's fairly basic. However, I quite liked it, and the reason was it kind of managed to outline the main um, fragrance families quite nicely, but it also started to give you a tiny bit of insight into what ingredients you would actually want to use if you're making those fragrance families yourself. Um, it also mentions certain accords that might be uh, included or characteristic of a certain fragrance family. Uh, one example of this was it talked about the Ambrian Accord and the Melis Accord in the Oriental section, which I thought was really good for a book of this level. Next then we have chapter four. So in chapter four, uh, Karen talks about natural and synthetic fragrance materials, the different kinds of methods of extraction of materials and the different materials you can get. Um, this is a pretty basic overview to be honest, um, but you know, it's fine. It's if you've never touched any of this stuff before, and I think especially if you're coming from a non-scientific background, this is as good of an introduction as any for the very basics of what's kind of going on here. 
Then in chapter five, we have creative perfumery techniques, which is a couple of very simple things, like for example, how do you learn your raw materials and how do you go about making accords? The positive thing about this chapter is that it really gets very practical on how to do these things. The advice given is quite basic, however, it gives you practical steps to get started. So I think if you're sitting there with all of your ingredients and your equipment ready to go, but you know, you don't actually know what to do, then that's some good step-by-step -step instructions of kind of, right, you just want to take some of these things, get a beaker, then put some of this into this and blend it. If that's kind of the stage you're at, then these instructions might be quite nice to have all in one chapter in one place, if, if that makes sense. Then for chapter six, so we then have a section about actually making some perfumes. And the nice thing here is she gives some example formulas. One thing that's a shame, I think, is that all these formulas are only with naturals. So that means probably they're going to be a bit limited. I haven't actually made them. Maybe I'll do a video about that sometime. But I think the fact that she does give you a few formulas for the main fragrance type she talks about is quite nice because it means with not too many ingredients at home, you can just go and follow along and try to make these things and get an idea for when something's described on the page, like a citrus cologne, for example, what does that actually smell like? So I think, again, this is a great starting point if you've never blended anything before, and you can go and follow these basic formulas and really get an idea of what's going on. And then the final two chapters are on perfume oils and solids. So that's kind of the oily perfumes that you would rub on your skin and other things like reed diffusers, bath oils, body oils, other fragrance products. Now, this isn't really something that I'm super interested in. I have made uh, bath oils, for example, for a client project before, and I have done things like that, experimented with them. I made some solid perfume once, you know, to try it out, but it isn't really something that interests me. However, if you are looking to make your own fragrances at home and you maybe want to make a reed diffuser, maybe you want to make a bath oil or that kind of thing, this is a nice starting point from that too. Um, so you can get the kind of basic formula for that and it kind of explains how do you modify your fragrance to fit into those products or what kind of formulation you need for those products. Okay, so that's it. Um, Perfume, the art and craft of fragrance. Again, I think this book has a lot of positive points. So firstly, the fact that it's cheap and accessible, you can probably get this for 10 pounds or so. That's really good because a lot of the perfumery books out there are expensive and I think that's a really bad thing because for most people, this makes them inaccessible. Another thing is this book is excellent if you're a beginner and you have no experience at all and you really just wanna get stuck in, started with something easy and do something where you're kind of being walked through it in a step-by-step -step way. Three, I think this book is good if you are from the background of a fashion student or someone interested in fashion, or if you are coming in from a fragrance enthusiast point of view. So if you know which perfumes, for example, you like on the market and you're quite knowledgeable about perfumes, this book will really give you that link, that bridge to kind of get you started making your own perfumes while building a kind of on top of that existing knowledge that you have. Um, and four, I think it's good that this book is practical and it's got some example formulas in. It's got actual steps you can follow. It's not just a load of wishy-washy, hands in the air, rough stuff, and then you're not really knowing anymore what you're gonna do afterwards. That said, there are some disadvantages to this book. 
One is that if you're anything beyond a beginner, you probably won't find that much useful stuff in it. Um, though that said, if you are interested about some of those things, like the fragrance history, it might be worth a read for you. Um, another thing that I didn't like so much is the scientific sections in this book are, they feel a little bit glossed over, um, I'm not gonna lie. It does feel like sometimes the paragraphs have just been regurgitated from somewhere else um, without so much finesse. They're not bad, right? They're fine. It's just, it's, it, it's just really generic stuff, but it's fine. It's fine, especially for a beginner. Um, it's more than, it's more than fine. So then in the end, how am I gonna rate this book? Well, I think it really depends who you are. If you are a beginner and you are interested in fashion, you're interested in fragrances and you wanna get stuck into some DIY perfumery, I think this book really could be a five out of five stars book for you. I really think that this could be the right one. On the other hand, if you're someone who's a bit more experienced, you're probably gonna already know almost everything in this book. You're probably not gonna get that much value from it. You're probably also gonna find a lot of the formulas overly simplistic and not really helping you at all. If you're more scientifically minded as well, I think that maybe this book isn't so good either just because the scientific stuff here is quite basic. So if you're into that, I probably would recommend Perfume the Alchemy of Scent a bit more as an intro book, just as the writing on that kind of stuff is a little bit more precise. So if you're one of the people I've just mentioned, maybe this book would only be a three stars out of five. So given that, I would say to average it out, I'll probably overall give the book a four out of five. So it really depends who you are, um, but I do think that it can be a good option. And while we're on the subject of that other book, Perfume the Alchemy of Scent, the one I reviewed last time, I noticed that a lot of people who were trying to buy this book after I made the video on it were finding that actually the prices of it, for some reason on the internet, um, are really high. On Amazon, the price was more than double what it should have been, which is, I think, maybe because they're low on stock or something, because it's a popular book. I don't really know. But what I've done is I've actually got in contact with the publishers and I've ordered a few copies for my web store. For any of you guys who want to pick up one of these books but you didn't buy it because of the inflated price on Amazon, which is really stupid, if you want to get it at the normal price that it should be, um, feel free to head over to my web store and you can pick up a copy there. Link will be in the description below. Anyway, apart from that, thanks for watching the video, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know if there's any other perfumery books you'd be interested in me reviewing sometime. It's going to be something, hopefully, that I do a bit more often, but I don't want to do it all the time because I think not everyone always wants to see a perfumery book review. I think you guys probably are interested in making the accords and the other kind of stuff that I do as well. So. We'll get to one when we get to it. Anyway, it's kind of Christmas now, so I'm gonna wish you guys a happy Christmas um, and maybe get like a tree or something because I need to get a Christmas tree. I don't have one yet and it's getting late, you know, so I don't know, we'll see. We'll see if I can get a Christmas tree or not. Um, but you guys um, have a lovely Christmas, have a lovely day. And yeah, thank you for watching the video. Uh, see you later, bye.